You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 84 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey, Soul Forge listeners, it's Sean here, and today I have two special guests. We've got Karen, who you know from previous episodes, and joining us for the first time ever is Christina. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm great. And Karen, how are you? Really good. Glad to be here. Excellent. Excellent. So, you have uh, lived your life from a very unique perspective? I have. So, for anybody who knows me, actually, if you're in the Northern Ontario area, you go, hey, have you ever met Christina? You know the six foot five redhead? Everybody knows who you're talking about, except now that I've let my hair go gray. It really confuses people. But I'm still six foot five. And, um... Those who are rude when they're asking me are told that I'm only five foot seventeen. You'd be amazed how many people can't do the math. <laughs> that and wouldn't surprise me. Actually. Very confused <laughs> that I'm really. I thought you were over six feet, but five foot seventeen—that's cool. <laughs> My great aunt used to say that she was five foot thirteen. So. See, it works, yeah. and it 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 really puts a whole separate separation between. Those who are going to get it and laugh and go, oh, that's cool, ha, 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 you're 6'5". And those who look at you, nod and smile and walk away because they're really confused that their perception of height is off. <laughs> so, they don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they put their pajamas on and they go to Walmart. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I'm now almost 50, so been tall as long as I can remember. You know, in your school pictures where everybody has their place, mine's always the opposite of the, the teacher. The right. teacher's okay. at one end and I'm at the other. Because you had to balance it out. That's right. That's right. Um, until I got taller than the teachers and then I was put somewhere else. Uh, I think that was grade five. Um, so you were always taller than everybody else in your class, like yeah. right from the beginning. From the beginning of time, yeah. And it's funny, I've had people say, have you always been tall? And my response, depending on how they put it, I often will say, yeah, I walked it on my mother. <laughs> killed her rest her soul which is <laughs> but yeah it, I've always been the taller kid so they expected me to be six when I was only three they expected me to be you know all grown up when you're only nine or ten and it creates different personalities it must right so when I moved to Toronto I joined it, there's an organization called the International Tall Club oh I didn't know that neither did I it's quite interesting Women have to be 5'11", men have to be 6'1". I think my grandfather was actually a member of that in Toronto. It's really cool. Yeah. I'm from Northern Ontario. The average height's here about 5'7". 
So I go to this club and I'm so excited and we're standing at a house party and my back is killing me because for the first time ever I'm standing straight with my shoulders back to try to keep up with everybody rather than relaxing so that my head's lower and I'm not intimidating everybody. But yeah, it was a room full of... Tall people. Amazons. It was wonderful. Um, but it, I started noticing personality traits that we tall people tend to have. So because we're always taller than everybody else, we're told to simmer down. We're told to oh. don't be so noticeable. Um, Who tells you this? It's just as a kid. Okay. Like every, you know, your, your parents, your teachers, you, just, you, you don't want to be in the way. So you tend to be a bit more of a wallflower. Mm. And so a lot of very tall people tend to be very timid um, and shy. Like gentle giants. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So they wouldn't hurt a fly. Mm-hmm. You know, people go, oh, you're going to beat me up. Well, only if you really piss me off. But <laughs> otherwise, I'm pretty tolerant. And a lot of the, the men that were in the club didn't have to develop a lot of interpersonal skills. They got the job because they were tall. They got the girl because they were tall. They got, you know what I mean? Like, they got noticed because they were tall. So having conversations with some of the members was a bit of a stretch. Me being a tall female, I've had to overcompensate with having skill to have a conversation or entertain the troops. That's an interesting difference. It's funny. Yeah. So men just get away with it. Yeah. They don't have to have a social skill of any kind. Well, the tall guys, everybody wants to date the tall guys, right? Just because they're tall. That's right. Okay. And good for them. Yeah. I mean, it's, not a, not, it's not a criticism. It's just good on you. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was kind of funny to kind of notice the, the strange conversation. I think that that happens a lot of the time with women, where women are supposed to be not too much for people. Yeah. I mm. gave up on that a few years ago. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. When you walk in the room in your heels and you're 6'5", and people, they notice no matter what. So you might as well go in bold and be who you are. And... So growing up, did you find that you had to, you slouched more? I did. I slouched. I didn't go out to a lot of social events. Um, I was the key to stay at home and babysat on the weekends. Mm. I was really shy about it. Um, until I became a divorcee at 26 um, and got a job in a bar because I needed something else to make ends meet. That was the one place where I realized I could be myself and I could be flirtatious and I could have fun and I didn't have to be a wallflower anymore. So you uh, expanded. Oh, it was awesome. It was wonderful. It wasn't for those guys. It went from being the shy, gentle giant to being who I am now, which is very out there and... (laughs) <laughs> not shy yeah that's it not shy <laughs> you don't mind being noticed now that's right that's right no I don't I, and I love it there are days when you leave like I, you can always tell when you're having a bad self-confidence day when everybody notices right right yeah like yeah. everyone's got to say something about whatever it is you're shy about so if you're short or you're, you're bigger or if you're smaller if you're having a crappy day somebody's going to go out and call you on it whereas the days you come out very self-confident Nobody says a thing. <laughs> so yeah, some days are a little tougher. Your parents were tall? My mom's 5'8". So in her generation, that was tall. Yeah. My uh, birth father was 6'3". Okay. Never met him. Um, my mom's grandmother, I think, was 5'11". She was almost 6 feet. Mm-hmm. So the height's definitely back there. And then I've had three kids since then. Um, my three daughters are all 27 and older. And they are 5'11 and 6'8. Six, 6'8. Eight. Six, eight. Yeah. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's tall. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I never thought I'd have a child taller than me, right? So it, when that happened, it was just a bit of a 
Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, and you must have got, oh, you must play basketball. Oh, look at your fingers. You must play piano. Yes. Did you get that a lot? Yeah. I must I, play basketball. I must play volleyball. Okay. Um, I have turned to somebody and said, oh, so are you a jockey? <laughs> Which nice. they got very insulted about. No doubt. Yeah. I was okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's turn or, fair turnaround. It is. How's the weather up there? Yeah, my, so my sister tells a story, which is not true, but it's now, she's convinced that this is what we do. We used to work in a bar together called the Country Zone in South Porcupine. And she's convinced that somebody asked me how the weather was and I actually spit in the air and said it was raining. First off, the Christina back then would have died before doing something <laughs> like that. But I love the stories. It's <laughs> like, a good story. I wish I had done it. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like one of those things you think about and wish you did, but... Yeah, yeah, but she's told the story so many times that there's a few people in her circle that are convinced that I've done that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll have to do it. I don't know. <laughs> Put some reality behind it. Because <laughs> I'm only six feet. Right. People, you used to think you were tall, eh? No, I never thought I was tall, but <laughs> oh, people no. have always said, you're tall, you're tall. I'm like, I'm not tall. Yeah. Six feet, you know, like... Yeah. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, I know six four, six five. I'm like, yeah, that's that's tall, mm -hmm. you know, but not mm -hmm. me. But I got the weather thing, the basketball thing, oh, yeah. all that stuff. Like, yeah. So it's it must funny. be even more so for you. Oh, it's hysterical. I think that the, the people that find the hardest to deal with it are tall men, because they're used to always being taller than everyone else. Mm -hmm. So scenario: I used to work in Toronto at um, one of the bank head offices. So when I went to work, I'd wear a pinstripe suit. I'd wear my stiletto heels because. You know, it's just, it was very professional. Your power suit. Exactly. Getting onto the elevator, and you could see the tall gentleman in the $5,000 suit next to you doing the very casual glance down at the feet, glance down at, go over the face, like, is this a guy wearing heels? Is this, like, like what do I do with this? <laughs> it's as big as me. <laughs> and that awkward moment where they're, it's almost like if I see a spider on the wall, what do I do with it? That's the same yeah, look. They, but don't, they don't know how to handle the situation. Exactly. And they, don't, they almost forget how to be human. Yeah. How do I relate if I'm not mm. taller than... The power dynamics change. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. You must play with that? I do. Yeah. If I'm in a good mood, yeah, I really... I yeah. hope so. Yeah. And there, there have been people who say, how dare you wear heels? So I'll take my shoes off and I'll stand up next to them and say, I can still see your bald spot. Can I put my shoes back on? <laughs> nice. Have you actually done that? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Actually, the most, the most fun I've ever had with the height, group of people that I was showing Toronto when I lived down there, and it was a group of people from up north. So all the guys are like 5'11", 6'6", They're all dressed in like their jeans and jean jackets, and we're going to go out for Chinese food. So we're all sitting around having a pre-drink. One person from Toronto was this shorter gentleman who is a lawyer. He was about five six, but short, cocky. Mm -hmm. So he'd made a number of jokes about the height difference. And so somebody said, okay, we got to get going. So we all stood up and put our coats on. So I picked up my purse. I opened it wide. And I said, okay, Jerry, jump in. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else died. He was trying to be very diplomatic and not upset about it, but he was really upset by it. And through the whole dinner, kept glaring at me. Because <laughs> it was okay for him to make jokes. That's right. Yeah, I only said the one joke. That's all I did. It's just one. And that was enough, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been funner if he jumped in the purse. But <laughs> you should have. I would have. I would have carried him At up. least tried. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun.
Why should I listen to the Nerd List Podcast? Because we go there. Where? Everywhere. Human sexuality. They don't care what's in your pants, they love you anyway. Time travelers. The problem is time will f*** back with you. Politics and fandom. What Star Wars has been prior to Disney. It is a white male-driven universe. Find us at nerdlistpodcast.com. And on social media at nerdlistpod. Part of this complete breakfast and the ESO Network. The The Nerdlist Podcast. Listen! You must have more stories than that, though. Oh, a million. Um, something that I'm willing to share on public podcasts, though. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Karen introduced me to uh, a really a new hobby for me. Um, we get dressed up as Klingons and go out into the community. So, the first time I did this, I borrowed Klingon gear and we went to an event. And after the event, they were all ready to go home. And I said, okay, you got me dressed up like this. We have to go bar hopping. Like, it's my hometown, but hey, let's, yeah, let's do this. The night is not over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we did. To one of our, Pierre just about died, because he's like, what? I thought you were the quiet one that was going to keep us in check. Yeah, yeah, Pierre thought that you were going to be the voice of reason and yeah. uh, calm me down. And, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. No. He realized quickly he was wrong, and that he didn't have a choice, and we had to go. (laughs) So we ended up at a local place called The Vic, and we get through the door. There's four of us dressed up in Klingon gear. We walk through the door. Turns out there's a band, and they want cover, and I'm going wrong. The band were all Trekkies. Yeah, it was great. So all of a sudden, the owner sees me and walks over and goes, oh my God, Christina, you look great, blah, 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 and don't worry about cover. One of the band members, so Michael Lontang, Mm -hmm. who's uh, Johnson's Creek. Yeah. So they're actually up for the week. Comes running from the stage in the other room. Oh my God, you look great. You got to come in. Okay. So all four of us go in. We end up sitting at a table in the middle of the room. And they pulled us up to the front for a while there to dance yeah, with the band. Right. It was yeah. so much fun. But at some point, the four of us are sitting around. So everyone around knows us now. And, and we've realized who everybody is. This gentleman comes over. And a short little guy. Kind of stringy looking. And he's talking to Karen. And, and I yelled at him in Klingon, and that was a mistake, because that made the whole situation worse. Yeah, yeah. He liked the fact that she was this domineering, strong woman telling him to uh, come here. Yeah. So he started to get a little more uh, excited about having us there. Oh. Um, proceeded to walk around the table and started petting one of, one, of, <laughs> one of our group's hair. And I just looked at him. And I said, mind you, I'm sitting and I'm the same height as the guy. So he should have known at this point. I basically turned and said, you don't do that to Klingons. Because like, I'm playing the role, right? Yeah, of course. He turns to me and says, I'll do that <clears throat> that I want. So I looked to Karen. And, and this look of like. added, you don't know who you're dealing that's with. That's what it was. Yeah, you don't know who I am and I'll do what I want. <laughs> oh boy. And I looked at Karen with this look like, oh, crap. <laughs> so number one, I have bad knees. But number two, I'm glad I did. Got it really slowly from a sitting position. So as I'm standing slowly, his face goes from angry, you don't know who I am, to holy crap. (laughs) The people behind us are watching this whole thing. They're dying. People across from us stop doing what they're doing. (laughs) Yes, you don't do that to Klingons, and I don't care who you are. And he just, that was it. He followed us from bar to bar all night long. Became our new stalker. Yeah, wow. yeah. Oh, it was a riot. Oh, jeez. But that moment, the look on his face was amazing. Yeah, I wish we'd caught it on camera. 
Because, what, you must have been a foot taller than him? or at least? Uh, I think I do have a selfie yeah. with him somewhere. Yeah, but I yeah. want that moment. That, that moment, like, yeah. What did I get myself into? <laughs> yeah, there's a foot, because I had heels on, too. So it would have been a complete foot yeah. taller. Plus the hair. Plus he was, the... he was a rather small man to begin with. Tiny string. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, kind of like a little uh, Mexican chihuahua. That's oh. what he looked like nice. <laughs> and sounded like. <laughs> and I was then the Great Dane standing next to him. Right. Wow. So, yeah, that was one of the one of the main stories. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a million that you have. You've probably forgotten most of them. Yeah. Another fun scenario is I used to do bar security when I lived in Toronto. So working at one of the banks down there, I got bored. And so I took a job on the weekends doing bar security. Turns out when you're six foot five, people go, Okay, you're hired. You can come in and do this. And my job as the female on the crew was to keep the patrons from blocking the waitresses from the bar. They need to go pick up their stuff. Excuse me, can you move? Excuse me, I need you to move. Excuse me, sir, I really need you to move. Well, I was a friend of one of the bartenders, so we kept wanting to stand there and talk to him. So mm. finally, I got tired of telling him to move. Walked up behind him, wrapped my arms... And he has a big six-foot-two dude, sports guy. Wrapped my arms around his back and his arms, lifted him up, moved him across the floor, and put him down. <laughs> I said, just stop. Ha, ha, ha. Day's over, whatever. Five years later, I am seeing our mutual friend here in town, and uh, we're getting together with his family for Christmas. And he says, oh, my cousin's going to be there. He knows you. Oh, your cousin knows me. How does he know me? Knows you from Toronto. He picked him up in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Number one, I don't think I've ever picked up somebody at a bar. Like, I just that's not my kind of thing to do, she said convincingly. And he uh, <laughs> goes, no, no, you literally picked him up and moved him in a bar. <laughs> and he remembers it. Vividly. <laughs> I bet he does. So yeah, there's more of those stories. Oh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> you got it. You got to use it. Well, yeah, of course you do. So going through life on, mm-hmm. on a regular day-to-day basis, the world is made for shorter people, obviously. It is. Do you hit your head on doorways lots? I'm either breaking toes. I've broken all but one toe on a regular basis, or I'm whacking the top of my head on something. Because um, you can't keep an eye on your feet and your head at the same no, time. No, no, you can't. No. I've done it. And doors are made for... Short little Italian people. Not made for people wearing heels when they're already 6'5". No, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is why you'll often see me with dollar store sunglasses on my head. Because if I hear the tick, I mean, I've got to jump down. I go through a lot of dollar store sunglasses. So. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. It's painful. Which is why I don't pay for $300 glasses, because I cry. Every uh, yeah. They get scraped up. Yeah, yeah. every week. <laughs> So it's almost like an early warning detection system. It is. Right. It is. It's my own, uh, what do you call your PPT, your personal protection devices? Yeah. PPTs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Sunglasses. Cheap sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Buy them in bulk. You do. Right. You just have to. Yeah. <laughs> but it is fun. It's, um, I think it's interesting when you, the one thing it's done for me on a more serious end note is because my view is different and because I do stand out and people make a big deal about who I am, I have a little more sympathy for people who have a disability, mm. people who are alternative color or um, ethnicity and, and that lifestyles. So it makes it um, kind of a more equal playing field. And I'm, I don't tend to be judgmental because, you know, hey, right. I get it. Because you get looked at strangely yeah. too. Exactly. You and don't have a disability per se, but you're People feel they have to say something, yeah. yeah. And this different perspective that's... Um, Factoring into the book you're writing? Very much so. So the book is titled The View From Up Here. Uh, Two reasons. 
of course, now that we've talked about it, the view from up here. All you short people just don't understand until you stand on a stool for a while. But <laughs> and the other one is the fact that Timmins is um, above the parallels of normal uh, society. And it's really different living in Northern Ontario. It's, you don't realize how different people view things until you start traveling and talking to folks. And so I'm anxious to get the stuff on paper and see what people think about it. <laughs> well, when it comes out, we'll have you back for a book publicity tour I here on the podcast. Like definitely, definitely. The pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's, that's awesome. So do you feel like a celebrity in town because of your height? Like oh, I do. Everybody knows you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those kind of yeah. things. Timmins is my cheers. Yeah, right. Yeah. You either know me or you don't. And if you don't know me, why not? <laughs> one of those kind of things. Yeah. Okay. So any last words of uh, advice for people when they come up to you or um, how, how you would like to be treated or anything you've learned specifically? Yeah. I think for everybody, the, the, the rule is treat somebody as a human being, not as their height or their size or their color or their ethnicity. It's as a human being. Yeah. And I think most of us would appreciate that. I'd rather somebody come up and say, hey, I love your sweater or I love your scarf than, hey, oh my God, you're ever tall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't heard that one before. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, kind of a rule to live by. That's very good. Well, I appreciate being here today. This was fun. Uh, it was. I'm glad you uh, made it to town and you could be on the podcast. Uh, are you on social media, like Twitter or anything like that, that you'd like to... Yeah, I'm actually, if you look under Christina Geddes Group... So the last name is G-E-D-D-E-S. Um, if you look that up, you'll find me in 18 million different places. Okay, so that's your social media hub. You got it. All right, yeah, well, that's you're not hard perfect. to find. No. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, well, thanks for being here, girls. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. And uh, listeners, make sure you check out uh, soulforgepodcast.com for all our social media links. And remember, a puppet is free as long as he loves his strings. This has been another episode of the Soulforge Podcast. Find us on Twitter at SoulforgePod or email the show via SoulforgePodcast at gmail.com. Soulforge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and Friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Remember to visit SoulforgePodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. Wow, has anyone ever told you that you should model? Uh, no, no. But you're so tall. Uh, yeah, you're right, totally. <laughs> like, so tall. Yeah. Yeah. People love to talk about the negatives of being tall. And I mean, honestly, who can blame them? Between trying to sit comfortably at a desk, cramming your knees in the back seat of a car, and failing so hard at piggyback rides, it can be a lot. But I think it's time we talk about how awesome being tall really is. First of all, you can see over the crowd at concerts. You can be right front and center. You won't miss a thing. And you're great at hugging. You were pretty much made for it. Has anyone ever told you you're super huggable? Oh, yeah, you know, I've heard that once or twice. Yeah, Whoa. okay. So and then there's the fact that people wear heels all the time in an effort to look taller. Hey, girl. Hey. Really? You're still taller than me. Girl, you don't even need heels. You already look fabulous. Shotgun! Riding shotgun? Your game. It is not your fault that back seats are tiny. You always get the front seat. I can't even fit back there. Fair enough. Might as well control the music while you're at it. And if that's not cool enough, you can always reach the Fair top enough. shelf. Oh, thank you. No problem. If you want something, you get something. And chances are you have long legs, which means you get places quickly. You can wear long, flowy dresses without worrying about tripping. 
And crop tops are back in style, which is great considering that pretty much every t-shirt is a crop top on you anyway. So there you have it. Being tall is pretty awesome. And next time someone tells you that you're blocking their view, just let them know you are the view. I don't know what yeah. it is, but I just feel like a, like a little teddy bear. Just... Wow. Yeah. We should, we should hug more often. Totally. Okay. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Thank you.